you've been doing you've been podcasting for a while so like just doing an intro isn't it does it always make you nervous um no <laughs> okay okay it's just me just me then uh, on, on script blast i do intros afterwards and so uh, that doesn't make me nervous and then on four friends the intro is what kicks things off so i always like it's fun for me to just like get it going you know <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, Colby here with another uh, edition of our Little Scaries series, uh, where we interview guests on the scariest movies they've seen and the context surrounding that experience, not necessarily the plot and all that stuff. Um, and this episode, I'm super excited to be joined by uh, writer, designer, publisher as of this year, and uh, above all else, a good buddy, uh, Hudson Phillips. How's it going, man? It's going great. I'm feeling very excited about this um, to talk about uh, horror movies. And I am the least of horror guy that you could possibly find. That is true. We, me and Hudson have a lot of, of tastes in common. We're, we're both uh, big comics nerds. We both love science fiction a lot. But uh, one thing we do not have in common is a love of horror movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would say that I like I like certain kinds of horror movies, but it's a very specific subgenre of that, which is what I would call kind of like Amblin horror. So like, like uh-huh. you know, a Gremlin or a Ghostbusters or Jurassic Park all day. Um, but most people would not consider those horror movies. I mean, Jaws, I would cons- I would fit into that, which might be the most horror of, of that as far as I can go there. That's fair. Jaws, Jaws is still scary to this day, so th- there's, there's nothing wrong with, with, yeah. with thinking that. But without further ado, let's jump into the movie that you've chosen. Uh, you've, you've told me up front, so I know, but I'm excited to talk about it. This is a great and underrated film. Oh. So uh, let us know what it is. Yeah, I was actually surprised that you had already watched it. I thought I'd have to pick something else. Um, But the movie that I would choose is the scariest. And I have a very, it's a very specific moment in this movie um, that is unlike any other experience I've ever had in the theater. The movie I want to talk about is Frailty. So this is the 2001 Bill Paxton film. So directed by Bill Paxton, which I think... I'd have to look it up, but I think he only directed one or two things. So it's a rarity for him as a director. Uh, also starred in it, also stars Matt McConaughey. Uh, and, and the story is just a brief overview. It's Bill Paxton pay, plays this guy who's bringing up his kids. And he's like in this kind of cultish world where he believes that we're surrounded by like demons that look like humans. And as he believes that it's his job to seek these demons out and murder them. And he kind of, the story is him bringing up his kids to do this. Um, But then it goes to like present day and Matt McConaughey is telling the story. He's one of these kids, right? But the the thing that's so scary to me about this movie, well, I want to back up and I want to tell a story. Please, I would love to hear this story. The scariest, I would say the scariest moment in my life, my parents live out kind of in the country when I'm driving to their house one night. Uh, it was like my first car that I kind of bought with my own money. It was like this 
old Saturn. Uh, I think it was a, I don't know what year it was. Anyway, I was driving the Saturn and um, on these back roads, I'm cruising, probably listening to music. And all of a sudden this family of deer step out in front of my car and I hit, it's like three deer at once that I hit with my car. And I've only had this experience twice in my life where I can't stop a scream from escaping my mouth. And so I just, I have this visceral, just like a screaming experience. And then I kind of stop and I gather myself and I drive on and I tell my parents and try to figure out what to do. My car is wrecked, all this kind of stuff. But, uh, but it's, it was a real unique experience to, to feel fear like that, where your body has a reaction to it. And so, um, so, so the second time that my body has had that reaction is watching <laughs> frailty. So there's their um, parallels. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, can we, do we spoil stuff on this? Yes. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and get that out front. Uh, this is spoiler territory for sure. Okay. So, so in this, this scene in the movie, I'm in the theater, I'm probably, this is 2001. So I'm, uh, probably like right post college kind of time there, I guess for me, I'm watching the, uh, I'm watching this movie. I'm in the theater. I don't remember who I was, who I was with or if I was by myself or what, but um, watching frailty, there's a scene in the movie where uh, Bill Paxton, he kills people with an ax. So he's got this guy in his basement or cellar or whatever. He's about to kill this person. And he asks his son to do the killing for him. And his kids are like, I don't know, eight and 10, something like that. They're young. And Very so he young, yeah. acts to this 10 year old and the 10 year old's uh, gonna kill the guy. And you're, it's all this buildup of tension, buildup of tension. And finally the kid swings the ax and he kills his dad instead. He kills Bill Paxson instead. And you think, oh, the, he's the hero of the movie. This is great, it's a big happy ending. And then you turn and you see the younger kid who's like eight rushing at the other kid with the axe and he kills his own brother with it and when i'm in the theater this is super spoiler because it's the best scene if you don't know what's coming but um, i had that same reaction that i had with the family of deer where a scream just escaped my body <laughs> and it is such a weird experience like it just took me so um off guard and so um, something we go into, um, we didn't talk about this too. I do a podcast with buddies called four friends fight about film. And we talk a lot about like our, uh, what we personally bring into movies. Um, everybody watches me movies with a certain lens. And one of my biggest fears is, um, when you, when someone, when you think, you know, someone and you don't know that person, right. That's a thing that happens to all of us. And so horror movies that deal with that kind of stuff really resonate with me. Um, and so that's what this is. You're seeing this little kid. He's essentially innocent or could go one of two ways doing this just brutal thing. Um, and it's also a twist in the movie because you think the one that died, you think is Matt McConaughey telling the story and really you find it out. It's the other one that he's the bad one, not the good one. Um, it's like a double, it's like a double twist, double twist, super cool movie, super, um, unique experience for me and i feel like i i've never heard anybody talk about this movie that's why i was surprised that you had watched it already i i don't remember how i found it the first time i think i might have just seen it at blockbuster and was like i like matthew mcconaughey sure i'll check this out right. <laughs> and it might it was probably like late high school 
right when I was starting to get into horror movies. And I can't say I had the same visceral reaction <laughs> that, that you had. I kind of wish I did though. It sounds like an incredible experience. But but I did have a similar like mind blown kind of experience where you're just kind of like, whoa, that you don't see it coming. And also it's it's just a, a well-made movie more than anything. It's it's it is. Uh, Bill Paxton. I, I I had forgotten that Bill Paxton directed it as well. I I'd totally forgotten about that until I looked it up just for this. Um, and Matthew McConaughey is just, I've always been a fan of his. I listen, I watched his uh, Hot Ones ep- episode today uh-huh. where he was interviewed while eating hot wings. And oh, it, right. it was yeah, just yeah, incredible. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. That's great. Yeah, he just came out with a book, right? And so that's why he's doing all these podcasts and stuff you normally wouldn't see him on in order to promote the book. I'll have to watch that. That's cool. It's, it's good. He's like the most charismatic person ever, I think. Yeah, I love him. I can't wait to get that book. I'm excited to read it as well. And uh, it's even more interesting that he doesn't play a charismatic person in, in, in this movie. He plays kind of a villain at, at the end, I guess. Yeah, but very subdued throughout because he's just, I mean, he doesn't really do anything. He's just kind of telling the story. This is probably a movie where yeah. he was on set for a week. You know, like he, he wasn't really <laughs> like, he didn't need to be there because Bill Paxton is really the story that you're following. Um, mm-hmm. His character's played by a kid in that. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's, uh, it's, I've never had that experience before or since then of just having, of just my body reacting. (laughs) And it doesn't make any sense because you'd think I watch horror movies. I mean, I don't watch horror movies all the time, but the ones I've seen, I don't feel this kind of same thing. And rewatching this, that scene still gives me goosebumps and kind of gets me um, probably how a normal person reacts. (laughs) Um, But I haven't been able to recreate that guttural scream in the other movie so uh maybe the uh the the gauntlet is thrown we'll see who can get me to do that again i'm sure there are some things out there for you (laughs) yeah but i am i am glad that it it happened with such a a good movie that is always nice yeah yeah at least it's not something embarrassing like uh i was watching hocus pocus and uh it's got so scared um, I, I am curious, did, did, uh, did frailty like stick with you for like a day or two? Did it like, could you stop thinking about it? I'm curious oh, how, how it uh, sure. kept with you. Yeah. I mean, it's kept with me for 20, 20 years <laughs> to some degree. Uh, but that's what the great twist movies do. Right. I mean, like, um, even if you, even if you took away the kind of physical reaction I had to it, it's, it's a it's a great twist movie in the same way that like a usual suspects is. I mean, those are the the films that we keep thinking about over time because they successfully pulled one over on us. That we it's like watching a great magic trick and you and you're like I I fell for it and th- those things you remember more because it forces you to engage with the movie in some way. Um, a lot of movies are very passive, but I think these kind of twist movies, and I think it's why like Sixth Sense was such a big hit, uh, because it's almost like you go back to see it a second time to see how they did the trick, you know what I mean? And like, how did I fall for that? And when you watch it a second time, you're like, oh, there's all these clues. I'm not sure if that's true for Frailty because it's been a little while since I've revisited it, but there is something about a unique viewing experience like that of being uh fully involved i mean like if you're not fully involved with the film then the trick doesn't work right um which i was trying to look up the writer of frailty i've never heard of him before because he that's the only movie he's ever done which is insane to me because it's such a great script 
he got it he got his twist out early and was like i don't need to do another one i'm good and honestly that's a cool way to go that is that is if you can only do one movie frailty's pretty good and getting to work with bill paxton and matt mcconaughey it's i mean i wish it's hard because so many twist movies happen these days and it feels like a lot of them are unearned um and so it's always just nice when when it feels earned and it's surprising um and a movie like this really delivers on that um and it, and the twist definitely just kind of sticks with you like you mentioned it, you you don't really stop thinking about it for yeah. for a while and i'm excited to to rewatch this uh, down the road for sure again too i i rewatched it we talked about it on the podcast on four friends and i rewatched it for that um yeah it's just uh it's just a cool a cool little movie that kind of small budget i'm sure yeah it seems like it and uh i don't know yeah i definitely definitely recommend it Maybe it's the I'm looking at the poster right now and it doesn't really do much to sell it. Maybe it had a no, it, it, marketing problem. It doesn't look like what the movie actually is. I'm looking at it as well. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I, I can definitely see kind of a marketing issue there. Um, and, and Matthew McConaughey at the time was, you know, a rom-com guy. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it was probably a weird movie to and Bill Paxton directing. He had probably hadn't directed that much before, but Sorry, I was looking at this cover. I can't even tell who that is on the cover. Is it Bill Paxton? I think it's Matthew McConaughey. Oh. See, that's amazing. I mean, those guys look nothing alike. We can't tell which one it is. It looks like neither one of them to me. As um, a designer, what what's your opinion on it, on the poster? <laughs> I mean, it just, it looks like a B movie. Like, it reminds me of, like, Children of the Corn or... Um, uh, what's the angel one with Christopher Walken? Like, it looks like one of those kind of movies. <laughs> I mean, not to knock those movies if you love them, but like they are a certain, like of a certain time and a certain um, yes. genre thing. That's what it feels like. <laughs> That's so funny. We don't even know who that is. Yeah, I, I hadn't noticed that before. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, any any final thoughts on this movie? Obviously, I think it's safe to say we both recommend it. If you have not seen it, oh. I think it's well worth a watch. Seek it out. I, I don't know if, how easy it is to watch nowadays. Might be able to. Find, it might be streaming somewhere. But um, yeah, if you're into, I would say kind of like uh, understated, uh, low budget. Like it's not B movie at all. It's 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 a solid film, even though it's a it, drama. Yeah, it's kind you of know, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's not like a scream a minute or anything at all like that, which is, I'm not, like, even the description on IMDb says crime, drama, thriller. It doesn't even say horror movie. So I'm no. probably, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but it is, it's a much slower burn. It, I wouldn't call it um, really a, a horror movie. Yeah, totally recommended. And uh, we meant to talk about this up at the, at the top of the uh, episode, but we put out a book this year, me, uh, yeah. Hudson and his uh, organization, and I helped publish it. Um, so let's talk about that for a second. And then whatever else uh, you've got working on. I know you're, you're a busy guy. Totally. The book uh, that you and I published was, um, it's called After the Fall. It's a post-apocalyptic anthology um kind of inspired by the universe of our feature film this world alone which will be out sometime early 2021 um we had so many cool plans for this book and the film this year and like most things in 2020 it got canceled uh by covid so we are um trying to figure out how to ramp it back up 
but it is available now on Amazon. It's called After the Fall. Um, you can find it at mirrorboxfilms.com as well. Um, and uh, really cool. What do we got? It's like 30 short stories in there, 30 plus. 30, well, 30 short stories, comics, uh, um, poems, mix, artwork. It's, artwork. It's a, a mix of a little bit of everything. Um, and me and Hudson both have stories in there as well. Um, yeah. yeah. And the design is really good done by uh, our friend uh, Jordan Noel, who will yeah. hopefully be uh, a guest on this mini series as well. You were uh, also recently, one of your short stories was recently published in a really cool magazine, right? Yeah. Um, so, well, first of all, both you and I have stories in uh, after the fall, I think we mentioned that in addition to uh, 28 other great stories. Um, but then there is a sci-fi magazine called Infinite Worlds. Um, I'm trying to find the website for it real quick. They, they put out a, um, a magazine every quarter. They're limited edition, pre-order only. Um, and each one has just 60 pages of mate, the best, coolest sci-fi artwork you've ever seen in your life and um, uh, interviews and short stories. And so in uh, issue number five, I have a short story that first started uh, with me and you doing a literary podcast where you, were, you gave me a prompt and I wrote a short story. And this is actually the short story from that, uh, the long lost unpublished um, story until now. Um, <laughs> so that short story is called Spilt Milk and it is uh, kind of a pulpy sci-fi um, outer space cool kind of thing. Real short, two pages. Um, and you can find it at infiniteworldsmagazine.com. It's so good. And I, I take credit in knowing that I was the first one to read it and yeah, yeah. enjoy it. And so um, if you can check out this, this magazine, Infinite Worlds, you said it was called? Yep, infiniteworldsmagazine.com. You can order issue five right now. And you can also um, check out their back catalog and I think pre-order their issue number six. It's really cool. I'll put, I'll put all the links to all of these really cool things uh, in the description. We got our link to, to our book, uh, our anthology, uh, Hudson's other podcast, Four Friends Fight About Film and uh, the Infinite Worlds uh, magazine, which are all super cool. Nice. We're all super excited about. And, you know, 2020 didn't help a lot of things with our creative uh, aspirations, but uh, we were still able to get a lot done. And I think we're both, I, I think I can speak for us both when I say that we're both excited about what's coming in the, in the next few totally. months. Totally. We, we are going to try to, um, hopefully when the world opens back up, we'll have lots more publishing opportunities. I know you and I have talked about publishing more comics and more short stories and more cool things. Um, so I'm very, very excited about it. Happy to see you doing this podcast in the meantime uh, and the little, the short stories you're writing and comics you're doing on your own and all that kind of stuff. And we will get it all out into the world ASAP. I hope so, man. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me and talking about frailty and talking about all the cool stuff we're doing. Um, hopefully we can have you on again at some point if you see another movie that uh, forces a <laughs> scream out of you. Uh, yeah. I, I hope I'm the first person you tell yeah. so that uh, we can get you back on for another episode. Awesome. Thanks, dude. This is really cool. Uh, maybe, maybe people can write in with um, scream-inducing movie suggestions. I love it. That sounds great. Well, thank you for listening, everybody, and check out Hudson's stuff. It's all really great. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye.